0: Hello and welcome to the pilot episode of What Did You Watch This Week, the podcast about what we watched this week.
1: Not birds, not dogs, not the foliage changing, but TV, movies, and trailers for said TV and movies that may be coming up.
0: Excellent. And just so everyone knows, this is is not a spoiler-free zone. We are spoilers
1: galore. Yes. We're normally very anti-spoilers, but whereas this is a podcast and we're just kind of going to be riffing for an hour or so, we don't want to stop ourselves or hit the brakes every single five seconds and be like, whoa, 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 can't talk about that. So, beeper.
0: And we actually even suffer in this as well, because if we haven't watched it, the other guys are going to talk about it anyways.
1: Yep. So we kind of got to keep on top of our own game for our own sake.
0: Exactly. So, uh, John, what, what did you watch this week?
1: Uh, I watched, well, let's see. If we're starting on Sundays, then I watched The Walking Dead.
0: I have yet to watch a single episode all season.
1: Oh, see? I, I don't know if I dare talk about it then, because it's been a really good season. Um, they They definitely had a few slow moments, but boy, they really, they kind of went full octane this season. They're really doing a lot with death and anxiety and... Yeah. I don't
0: know, see, I, I loved the show when it first came on. Like yep. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And uh then it started to slow down a little bit from, a little bit for me. And then like last year yep. um I just I struggled through it. I, I find myself struggling through it last year quite a bit. And so when this year rolled around, I just haven't had the urge to even start a single episode yet. And I've seen What's going on here and there? Because you can't avoid it from Facebook. Right. You talking right. about it at work because it's a loved show. But I just I can't I can't bring myself into it this, this far the season.
1: Interesting trivia fact: the second season, the reason it was so slow was yeah. because AMC didn't have any faith in it whatsoever during the first season. That's why they only gave him six episodes, and they told them that their budget for season two was going to be even lower. Okay. So they wanted them to do a lot of like interior shots and really slow paced stuff. Work more with the character building than zombies and gunfire and stuff.
0: Yep. Well, I guess that, that makes sense why it slowed down. But still, like last year, though, I just I struggled through.
1: This year, they've had a couple of very controversial things. You probably read about the the whole Glenn under the dumpster thing, and um, yeah, and most recently they took what should have been a, a mid season finale, and they backed it up one. So instead of it being the mid season finale, it was now the mid season premiere. Ooh. Yeah, they really kind of messed it up because basically what happens is they do a mid-season finale, and then they yep. say, you know, when they come back a couple weeks later, a couple weeks have passed in the show, and that didn't happen this time. They came back, they did the big bold, you know, mid-season premiere, and then the very next episode was like, well, we've been at this for a couple of months now.
0: So really, kind of,
1: yeah, it kind of felt disingenuous.
0: Yeah, because they usually are really good with their continuity and things, and when they do their their hiatuses, there's a hiatus. On the show, if you will.
1: Right. I wasn't huh. sure why they did that, but Mike, what have you been watching this week?
0: Well, I'm I'm pretty much caught up on shows. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, you know, uh, Castle. Oh, Castle good. was good this week. Summer glaming and parents. So we're getting yes. another uh, Firefly alum on the show. Yeah. Although her role was kind of minor. Uh, yes, it was just still nice seeing her on the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know how much I like about how they keep jumping back and forth with that time Rick lost. Yes. When he got abducted, and then they ignore it, and then every, life goes on like everything's happy, cheery, and then they go back to that, and
1: yeah. But, but even when the life is going on and cheery, they've still got this weird thing where it's like Beckett and Castle are supposed to pretend they're divorced or yeah, something.
0: This is that, and that's really dumb too. It I, mean, really I really is. like the show because I'm a huge fan of Nathan Fillion. Absolutely, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not digging that. They're pretending to not be together when they're wink wink together.
1: I've heard this could be the last season for the major actors, you know, Stan Akadik and Richard Castle there. Um, really? Yeah. They're, they're tossing around ideas about doing a spin-off with Haley and his daughter, Alexis. But I just, I don't know. I don't see it happening. They won't have that chemistry.
0: No, I don't think they'll have it either. The only positive side to that is if Nathan Fillion's free, maybe he could go back and make more Firefly episodes.
1: <laughs> or another <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you
0: watching supergirl y'all caught up or yes
1: I'm all caught up on Supergirl
0: I, I'm behind one or two but uh, uh, the last one I saw I'll uh, oh, see of course now I can't remember but I've been I've been enjoying this season I've been enjoying this season thoroughly I like how they've touched on like the the, the bizarro aspect of it and yep. um, I'm really looking forward to the flash supergirl crossover
1: I I am too with a caveat. I, What's the caveat? I read the synopsis, and the first line was that it was a flash from an alternate reality. So oh, I don't. So it's, yeah. Huh. I don't know if they're saying that because they want to keep the continuity between the two shows separate, but they really shouldn't. They should really go no, all in. No, shouldn't at
0: all. I mean, at the very least, at least they got Grant Gustin to play Flash.
1: Yes. Like, they could That's
0: stop awesome. it. That's <laughs> awesome. But you know what would be good, though, is if they're say they do do Flash from, like, say it's Earth 3 Flash or something
1: mm-hmm.
0: on Supergirl, and then Earth 3 Flash comes to Flash, I mean, then that would make sense because it would tie it all together.
1: Right. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. So
0: I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But I'm still looking forward to it. The pictures that Grant Gustin's been posting on Instagram have been pretty great teasers. Yeah. Pretty awesome,
1: but not over the top. Not like you know. Here's the scene where Supergirl and I do this, and yeah, he's not giving away the whole. Exactly,
0: fun. but it's just still cool seeing the two of them in their costumes together, just even doing a candid shot. Right,
1: right. right. Uh,
0: but no, I think Supergirl's been really good. I like how they've been developing it. I like how they've been building it. Yes. um I didn't like the major changes they did to Jimmy Olsen mostly because Jimmy no. Olsen is supposed to be a nerdy. Sidekick, awkward kid, and instead he's like a smooth, suave, confident guy
1: that every girl in the world wants.
0: Exactly, and I, that's not Jimmy Olsen. No. I'd rather have them have had them make up a character, and then have then take Jimmy Olsen and, and do what they
1: did. With him. I agree completely. They still could have given him the whole, "Oh, I was friends with Superman for a while." You know, it could have just yep. been like a you know a sidekick kind of person, but
0: exactly. But still, I mean.
1: I'm finding that Wynn is more the Jimmy Olsen of the classic Jimmy Olsen.
0: Yes, absolutely he
1: is. Although I will say, you probably haven't seen it yet, but there's a coming-up episode that you'll be watching where Wynn does some hacking that makes even the movie Hackers look high-tech. Oh, Like He does this hacking that you're just like, there's no way that's possible. There's no way, and it's an embarrassment to people who know how to use a computer. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to check that out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gotham's back?
1: Gotham is back, Yes.
0: You know, that's been... I, I enjoyed these last two episodes that we've had with Gotham. Uh,
1: Honestly, I have too. Yeah, which,
0: you know, I mean... Forgot where my mute button was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, no, I've enjoyed what they're doing. I mean, Penguin didn't rat out Gordon. Right. And he got himself thrown in a stain asylum. Oh, and I don't uh-oh. know
1: about you. Go ahead. did see it on the camera, so...
0: Yes, yes. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm loving BD Wong as Strange.
1: <laughs> I am too.
0: He always seems to play a psychologist in everything he's in, whether it's SVU or any of the Law and Order shows or whatever, he always seems to play a psychologist and now he's playing like the evil psychologist, which yes. his you know, no no offense, but his face is perfect for that. Yes. <laughs> just, he just has that smarmy, like, yeah. 'Cause rather I see him on Oz or S V U, he's always like the good guy psychologist guy. Now it's nice to see the the other end.
1: Definitely. And that
0: really weird chin strap beard is um,
1: Well, that's that's strange from the comics. So.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it works. It yeah. works for him. It helps build the creepiness of the character.
1: I liked the development of Freeze or Fries as yeah. a villain. You know, yes. one of the reasons that I always liked him as a villain, I mean, he's not my favorite or anything, the Joker, definitely, but oh, yeah. the, the reason that I've always liked Fries as a villain is because he's a traditional, like, good guy villain. You know, he does things because he's trying to do the right thing by his wife. He doesn't want to hurt people unless he has to, unless they get in his way.
0: Exactly. He's not being evil for evil. Right. He has an end game. And but the one thing that makes him a good heel, a good bad guy is he's, he completely believes in what he's doing is right and justified.
1: Absolutely.
0: Not that oh I'm just being crazy for crazy joker style, but <laughs> you know, there's the ends the means to the end yep. is saving his wife.
1: And I was kind of really pissed off that Gotham killed her off like the- Yeah. Because that was always his hook in the comics. And I know yes. people are going to say, well, this is not the comics. Gotham is definitely not the comics. I've, no, it's not. They've they taken know. so many creative liberties, it's insane. Absolutely. But it's still, it was always nice to know that he had that one driving force, that raison d'etre that exactly. was curing his wife.
0: I really liked how they took the time to develop him as a character, and not just a one-and-done episode, but it spread over the two episodes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: I, I enjoyed that as well. Because a lot of times... Actually, Gotham's actually been really good at doing that when introducing a new long-standing character. Yes. Um, As far... Even when they kill him off, like the kid that... I can't remember his name now, but everyone thought he was Joker. Jerome. Jerome, thank you, yes. And they end up killing him. Um, Even then, I mean... he. he was established over several episodes as opposed right. to just the one and done. So. And
1: don't forget that at the end of this last episode, we saw the tanks with his body and a bunch of other bodies in Yes, them.
0: yes, exactly. So, I mean, they're obviously not done with them yet. Nope. But I definitely don't think that's Joker.
1: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. So um, Flash
0: and Arrow, they're on but, hiatus. Uh, yep, driving me nuts. For a couple more weeks, but yep. up until then, they were great. Yes, um, I'm arrow. I just want to touch on real quick. I, I love the show, but I, and not just arrow, but in every show, I'm just completely over the teenage drama aspect of things Absolutely. like with him and Felicity Yep. and this one, like yep. with, Oh, he finds about his son. But he's not going to tell her about his son, even though he should, no matter what the mother said. And then, oh, she's going to break up with him now because trust and this and that. And they go back and forth. I hate that. I hate that And everything that's on. So every show has this, it seems like.
1: And I don't know why. I don't know if they feel like they have to... Put that in there to nail some demographic. Like, do they think that, yeah. say, eighteen to thirty-six year old women are the only, are only going to stick around if they can see that kind of stuff? I don't know. I've never know. read about it, but you're right. It's ridiculous.
0: I hundred percent reason why I stopped watching Vampire Diaries was because of that. I didn't want to deal with the teenage drama of it, and it really is teenage high school drama aspect of it all. You Absolutely. Know, I just, and also with Arrow, I know they're doing it less and less, but I'm tired of the flashbacks to the island. They just need to be done with it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We've we've gone, what, four seasons now? They're yeah. just about caught up. They have they,
0: to, they have to be. They have to be just about caught up. I mean, the only good thing in the flashback to the island that it brought us this season, in my opinion, was Constantine's appearance on the show. Yep. And that was excellent and they made it made sense it was perfect and everything and i really wish they would bring that show back or at least have matt ryan play constantine on next season's legend of uh, tomorrow
1: absolutely and
0: but,
1: uh, it's ahead. another one of those missed opportunities, because right now on Fox, we've got Lucifer, which yes. sets right into that. But that was also a Vertigo comic, which Constantine was when it was Hellblazer, yes. then it became a DC comic. But, you know, they could so easily, can you imagine Lucifer and Constantine on screen together?
0: Oh, it'd be awesome. Have it you would, been watching is, Lucifer then? I, I have you.
1: been watching Lucifer, and I'm okay, loving cool.
0: it. I, I'm enjoying it as well.
1: Because for me, it kind of hit a dip for a second there when it seemed like all we were going to see was the humanization of the devil. We were just going to see him become more human and more vulnerable. and I just wasn't digging that.
0: The only thing I wish they would have done instead, and I, mean, I know maybe it's not true of the comics, but I really wish they would have just made him a police detective as opposed to him working with the police.
1: I could see that, yeah.
0: Because it'd be so much easier if he was some sort of rogue police detective, and she was his partner, as opposed to he's a guy that owns a nightclub and used his ways to, to you know, right. convince him to let him be, uh, adv- not advocate. Um, consultant consultant thank you
1: yeah because basically every week that's kind of the setup is what's he going to do this week what's going to happen this week that's going to allow him to be brought in yes, investigation
0: exactly because he has to be involved somehow and i think that's going to s- spread very thin very quickly i agree I get know but I- i'm enjoying the show and i'm really enjoying the character lucifer and how he's played
1: and you're all caught up right
0: Yes, absolutely caught up on that.
1: I'm liking getting into the theology. I'm not a religious person, but I do enjoy a good discussion of theology. And so I'm enjoying the whole wings aspect of it and his angel brother there.
0: Yep, it's a completely different take on, say, demons and angels we deal with on Supernatural or how they were dealt with on Constantine or whatever. So I'm enjoying it. You know, they're, they're building their own rules. But yes, it's weird seeing that Lucifer, the devil, you know he's one. You know the guy that his brother is an angel from heaven, and how their relationship is still good, solid.
1: Well, solid-ish. Well, solid-ish. I mean, it's tenuous
0: like, at best. But
1: it's still. solid adjacent.
0: <laughs> yes, solid adjacent. There you go. Right, right. It's yeah, exactly. It's tenuous at best, but I mean, they're still quote unquote together. I guess. Right. Yep. Um, did you have anything about Arrow, or did I?
1: Uh, no, no, I was right on spot there. Uh, the last episode there where Felicity makes the traumatic effect of standing up for the first time and
0: walking and, and
1: out of the room. Yes, I was, yes. I was groaning more than anything.
0: I was too, because it's not like, oh my God, Felicity, you're walking. It's, oh, I'm going to leave now and close the door.
1: Yep. It's just like, <sighs> I, I believe that there may have been a sentence or two uttered with some expletives in it. Probably, yeah. yeah. kidding me? Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah same here. Uh, Flash, though. I have nothing negative to say about Flash.
1: No, I can't think of anything either. And I know that there are some people out there who can, and feel free to let us know if you have negative stuff about the Flash, but I love it.
0: Yeah, I, I really cannot get enough of, uh, of just, I don't know, the whole show. Yes, uh, the little drama with Wally is a little annoying to me because apparently little drama annoys me.
1: Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're I'm finding
0: out, yeah, because uh, I'm over it exactly. But still, I I just love the show. I love Grant Gustin's Flash. I love all the characters on the show. I love how they interact with each other.
1: Yeah, you know you've got there's... Cisco is the comic relief you've exactly. got uh, Caitlin as the level headed one who can lighten up a little bit as needed, but none of their characters like detract from it. You're not like, oh boy, here comes goofball Cisco like scooby doo would say
0: exactly yes, yes, very good, <laughs> but even then, like when felicity not felicity, I'm sorry when Caitlin has her drama, it's not um it's normal. It's like, I just need some time alone. Exactly. And they give her time alone, yeah.
1: Yeah, she shuts it right down. She's like, she's not like, you know, putting the hand to the forehead, being like, oh, I can't deal with this. She's like, dude, give me some space. I'll be yeah. fine in a day. Yep. And she is.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's great. It's great. And I love how they've managed to work Dr. Wells from Earth 2 back into the storyline.
1: Because Tom Cavanaugh, I mean, come exactly. on.
0: Exactly. I love the fact they were able to keep Tom Cavanaugh on the show. The only thing that bothered me about season one was like, ah. Oh, He's not going to be on the show anymore. Right. (laughs) Flashbacks, because I I enjoy him. He is great. I loved him on Scrubs.
1: Absolutely. I've loved him in everything I've seen him in.
0: Yes. um, Not Ed TV. Was it Ed TV? Yes, it was. Okay, all right. Ed TV, that was a very underrated show that I thought was great, and I enjoyed him in that as well.
1: He does a uh, another podcast with Michael Ian Black called Mike and Tommy Snacks. And it's funny to listen to the two of them because Michael Ian Black always says that Tom Cavanaugh is the Flash. He'll be like, yeah, you're the Flash on that show, The Flash. And Cavanaugh's and <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. am. Totally <laughs> with it. Just rolls with it. He's like, yeah, I'm the Flash. I'm the title character.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I'm the star of the show. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking forward to see where Flash is going, um, whether introducing – If they're going to reopen any of the portals to Earth 2, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to have to. Yep.
1: And what do you think about the Man in the Iron Mask slash the big reveal (sighs) at the last episode?
0: I don't know. I mean, I've heard some people think that he is um, the Pied Piper. Okay. And that the reason why he's got the mask on is because he can control uh, Hunter Zolomon.
1: Ah, that's interesting. Hmm, I hadn't thought about that one.
0: So I heard it might be that. I heard it might be Eddie Thong.
1: Yep. Um, That's my front runner right now.
0: Yeah, and then and then you know, okay. So is is Hunter Zolomon and Jay Garrick? Are they one and the same? Are they split? Did so, you know? Like how how did that come about?
1: Right. Um, I, I have some theories, but I don't want to get too deep into it. You know, I could take up all night just talking about Flash theories, but. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think that they're two separate people. Um,
0: R- riff this one real quick.
1: I, I think the man in the Iron Mask is Eddie from Earth 1. Okay. From uh, Earth 1? Yes, because remember okay. at the end, Eddie shot himself. But then yes. they made a big point of showing us his body getting sucked That's into the portal.
0: Right. Yeah, they did. So it's and, Earth 1, Eddie. All right. All yeah, right.
1: and we saw this season where they got Jay fast enough that he could reach in and pull a bullet out of Harrison.
0: Yes. Oh, so... so- Zoom could definitely,
1: yeah, it, it could have been
0: pull a, a bullet out of Eddie.
1: I don't know what his end game is, but it could be. Here's somebody from Earth One. They can tell me all about the Flash and get me the info that Ooh.
0: I need. Okay, but then if that's the case, then wouldn't
1: um um, first Flash still be alive? Yes, I I don't know how they get around it. They could say, you know, he was technically dead, and then he was brought back in Earth Two time travel you know that that's a rough one that's my one sticking point there is you're right there's no way they could really say well now he's back because you didn't really kill him
0: supernatural this year supernatural is one of those shows i'm still watching because i loved it when it first came on and good for you (laughs) yeah but now i'm just at the point with like the end of smallville where i'm just i'm watching it because i'm so invested in it
1: it's almost an obligation at this point
0: yes yeah, exactly, because I am so invested in the show that I, I do want to see what happens, but I definitely like the Monster of the Week stories way better than the ongoing storyline, of which is this season, which is The Darkness. Right. Oh. Because they did renew the show for another season, so you know they're going to defeat The Darkness at the end of this season, and one of them are going to be put in peril, and it's just it's not as good as it was.
1: I think at this point, the only thing that they could go beyond the darkness would be God. I mean, they've beaten Lucifer. They've beaten the darkness that God and all the angels had to lock away. It's literally going to have to be God or just, like, them tripping all the time.
0: Right, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Like that
1: rabbit foot episode where they just, like, fell down a lot.
0: Yes, that was excellent. I like that episode. One of my other favorite episodes is the Mystery Spot episode where Dean keeps getting killed.
1: Absolutely.
0: That was amazing television right there. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I stuck with them for quite a while, but this season just finally ended it for me. And it wasn't the whole like I didn't just stop watching at the beginning of the season. I yep. I tried, I knuckled up, and I watched it for the first few episodes and I just yep. couldn't do it anymore. Which is a shame, you know. But this most recent episode seemed like it was right up your alley. I saw the previews for that.
0: Uh yeah, it was wrestling related. I mean <laughs> if anyone knows me, they know I love wrestling. And uh, they did have a wrestler on there, they had the Miz from the WWE, but unfortunately, or I don't know unfortunately, but unusually he wasn't a main character, he was just really kind of a supporting secondary character on the episode, which uh, you'd figure if they got him that they'd do something more with him. That would have been my thought, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at, uh, well, jumping back to Flash... <laughs> edge aka adam copeland playing adam smasher on flash yep i mean yes he was defeated rather handily but i would love to see him come back absolutely because he's not a bad guy so to speak he was just you know but they kind of put the spotlight
1: on him he was being
0: bribed by zoom or forced to do this by zoom so Yep. absolutely i mean i'd love to see him bring adam smasher back for maybe legends of tomorrow season two if they get it (laughs) well it got renewed oh did it Yes, it got renewed, like, CW renewed every one of their shows, including that one. Wow. So, yeah. Including the Vampire Diaries? Yeah, right? Wow.
1: So, Legends, you watching Legends, obviously? I am definitely watching Legends. I am not completely caught up this week. I have not watched yet, when they go back to the 50s, I believe.
0: Um, Guess what they deal with? Racism. Whoa. Whoa. No way. Yeah, well, yeah, because, you know, we have Ray. And Kendra playing an interracial married couple. And Kendra gets mistaken for the help more than once.
1: Wow. <laughs> so they're, they're really being heavy-handed. Do you think they just put a bunch of, like, racists on the show, the writing team? <laughs> they were like, here you go, guys. Yeah, Have exactly. fun.
0: <laughs> um, but Legends has been, every week has been hit or miss with me.
1: Yep, me too.
0: It's not been consistent. Uh, I want to like it so much because I like the characters. I like Ray Palmer. Yes. I some like of I like Snark.
1: Oh, I love snark he's you know, the one like, reason that i keep coming back huh he's the one reason that i keep coming back snark yeah. is just great
0: yeah i really like snark i really like ray so like i want to see the show do really good i love the time travel aspect of it so they're you know like they're in the 50s this week and they've been in the future and you know they're in the russia during the cold war or whatever and I, i'm enjoying that i mean we see up uh, to damien dark had a had a uh Cameo. Yes. In one episode, yep. you know? And we've seen Cisco in an episode, and then we saw Flash, uh, Arrow in the Future in an episode. So, I mean, I'm, I'm loving that aspect of it.
1: I think for me, the big problem is, and this may be a little high and mighty of me, but, like, in the time travel aspect of it, for instance, there's two things going on here there's a superhero show and there's a time travel show. Yeah. I love Doctor Who. Doctor Who does time travel very well. Yep. I love superhero stuff. Flash yep. and Arrow do superhero stuff really well. Yep. So when you've got Absolutely. when you've got these bars set this high, you know, you've got the Doctor Who bar, you've got the Flash bar. We'll just yep. say Flash instead of throwing both of them in there. You you've got those bars set so high, you take a show that wants to do both and it seems to be falling under those bars consistently in both areas.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like again, it's hit or miss. First couple episodes were okay. Third episode I really liked. Fourth episode I wasn't too sure about. So But, yeah, you're right. They're taking both aspects of two really distinct genres and trying to merge them into one. And when you have, like you said, Doctor Who and Flash, uh, it is hard to compete with those.
1: And I know that it never claimed to be, you know, this is not a replacement for either one, but it's just the nerd in me, you know, who says, well, you're not as good as... And I get, maybe that's me being high and mighty, maybe I'm putting them on a pedestal, but that's just how it works for me. Um Snart and and uh, Rory, I feel like they've been gimped because they let them be criminals, but more just like, almost like Bugs Bunny kind of criminals, you know? Where well, they sit there and they go, mm, we're going to steal stuff, yeah, see, yeah, this is yeah. going to be good, see?
0: I also really don't like how they've taken their heat gun and freeze gun <laughs> and made it, instead of like freezing someone, it just shoots them back. Like yeah. it's a taser type of thing, and i realized... Well, I don't realize, someone told me that back when Cisco made him, he said he had settings on them. Yeah. So I guess they could adjust the settings, but why would Rory do anything besides burn someone alive?
1: When he stares at lighters and wants to burn the world. And Yeah, exactly. Did, did they not have the effects budget that Flash did? Because we got some really good freeze effects on Flash, you know? Coat the whole suit yeah. in ice. And...
0: Maybe they didn't.
1: <laughs> Maybe they
0: didn't. And then, of course, you have to look at that, you know, one of the most recent, the, not the most recent episode, but the previous one. Did
1: Snark kill Rory? Did he not? I don't think he did. I think he froze him in place and left him there to be discovered or whatever, thinking maybe he'll come back for him, maybe he'll be fine. Maybe he killed him though.
0: I don't know. I don't know. But Snark definitely even back on Flash he had seeds of of not wanting to be a bad guy. Right. You know,
1: he, not he's more you know, clever than he is evil.
0: One of my favorite scenes, and it's probably not gonna translate well right now, but Is on Flash when Snark is working with his dad kind of begrudgingly, Mm -hmm. and Barry's like, Why would Snark do that? We had a deal. And then he confronts him in the office and he's like, Snark. And Snark goes, Barry. (laughs) Just the two of them, like, I just, again, to me, that was hilarious. Yes. Good television.
1: Um, uh, we've, we've, go ahead. I was just going to say, just a segue here for a minute. Uh, speaking of good television, let's talk about the six-episode run of the X-Files. Oh, oh! If we have to. <laughs> I, I know if I'm you, twisting your. If arm we have here. <laughs> to on that one.
0: I love the X-Files. I mean, I I watched the show when it originally was on Fox every Friday and then every Sunday religiously. I mean, I even bought like the episode guides back before the internet existed. Yep. And, you know, I even bought some of the VHS home videos because they didn't have seasons. And, of course, once the DVD seasons came out, I bought all those. (laughs) And the two movies, and I went to the theaters to see both the movies. So, I mean, like, I love The X-Files. And I think that Chris Carter and his team and Jillian Anderson and David Duchovny have done a phenomenal job in capturing the essence of the show in those six episodes.
1: I agree. I feel like The X-Files was one of the first times in recent memory that I can think of, where there was a show on TV that really let the geeks fly their flags. Absolutely. You know, this was a show where you were a fan because you were a nerd. Absolutely. And it really kind of cemented that whole movement that we have going on now where the geeks, the nerds, are more popular than they ever were.
0: Yeah. I mean, I loved how the first and the last episodes bookend the six episodes together, you know, giving us a good... uh you know that was the mythology arc, if you will. Yep. You know, Like they always did before, and then you know I love how David Duchovny was struggling with what he used to believe in, and you know how he's like they've proven all this stuff is 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 you know crap because of this and this and this. He names up all the reasons right. why, and, you know all the things like I, he gave his life to and how it's just junk now, and it just seems like Scully's the one who's like. Oh, but Mulder, you know, you still believe. Oh, but Mulder, you know, there's still weird <laughs> stuff going on. And he's just like, no, it's not. There's nothing going on. Why did I believe in this stuff? And then we get episode three. <laughs> and we meet the, the were lizard. And it was absolutely
1: Technically, he was a human.
0: <laughs> Sorry, yes, that's right, a human. It was absolutely just phenomenal.
1: It, it reminded me of one of the main reasons that I loved the X Files was those weird, goofy, yeah. you know, keep your guest star Annabeth Gish, you know, reminding us that they had a, a second team in there in the later seasons, and yeah. just give me those type of things.
0: Yeah, I mean, Darren Morgan wrote the episode three there, and uh, Muller and Scott—I think it was Muller and Scotty—meet the were Monster, and you know, he also wrote like um, Jose Chung's that came from outer space. Yep. From Out of Space episode, and he, he wrote a couple others. And so, you know, he definitely brought the humor in this episode. And I absolutely loved it. I loved the nod to the Night Stalker, which mm. is what Chris Carter based the show yes. on, you know, where the character, the were-lizard or the where human was dressed, as his human form was dressed as as Darren McGavitt's character, Carl Kolchak from The Night Stalker. I loved it. I loved how, like, as a human, I suddenly started to care what people thought. I suddenly realized <laughs> I had to get a job because exactly. I had to make money. And then I really cared what people thought about my sex life and on and on and on. I mean, I just, it was fantastic. And then the ending where they're shaking hands and he turns back into the lizard yep. and then runs off. And then, you know, Mulder's like, oh, I needed that. I needed that. Exactly. I believe again. <laughs> this gave me okay. Alright. There is still some weird shit out there, that stuff out there that no one knows about. And I just loved it. That, I've watched that episode probably a dozen times. I don't blame it's, you. It's on Hulu and I just fire up my Hulu like when I'm sitting there at work at night sometimes. I just fire it up. I I load that episode on and it is that is feel good TV to me right there.
1: Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take the other approach to part of this series and I'm gonna say What were they thinking with that ending? What was going on with episode six, knowing that this was a limited one? They did not come in hoping to get renewed, even though they said, oh, they might renew it. But what were they thinking?
0: I know, like, like legit, when I finished watching that, I was just like, if they don't make another season, I'm going to be ripped. Because, you know... (sighs) You know, Scully going to save Mulder while well, he's in peril. I mean, that's been the synopsis of the show, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. You know? I mean, like, as much as Mulder saved Scully, <coughs> Scully saved Mulder, I think, even more. Oh, and absolutely. Here she, here she was at it again, bringing him the antidote, and they ended it like that?
1: But it wasn't even just him. I mean, yes, that was kind of the oh, focal point. Right, But right. the world the was on the brink of disaster. Yeah. You know, who knows what's going to happen? And for them to just do that, uh, this is going to sound weird, but I almost hope they don't get it to, to do another season, because if we give them another season, we're teaching them that that's okay. You know, it's like a child. We're saying, oh, it's okay that you did that. We'll give you another season to make it up to us. No, because then they're going to do it at the end of the next season, too. They're going to have, like, a gun to Mulder's head, and Scully's going to be holding it, and then they're going to fade to black, and you're going to hear a gunshot, and they're going to go, the end.
0: That would be a jerk move.
1: <laughs> I like I, this no, one. I, was.
0: I want it. I want another season. We've got to get another season.
1: Don't I want get me to wrong. Be, I'd love another season. I just think even if it. they
0: only did six more episodes next <laughs> January, I would be okay with it.
1: Yeah, I can handle that.
0: You know, as long as it, you know, and, and I know, I say, as long as it was going to be as good as this. No, I know it's going to be as good as this, because there's a lot of people. A lot of people did not like the second movie.
1: A lot of people. I, I think you're underselling it. A lot of yeah, people. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure eight out of ten people didn't like the second movie. I think you Were have to say fans of the that. series. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're fans of the series. Yeah. So, um. I mean, it definitely wasn't my favorite X Files for sure. So I mean, like this limited run series definitely, you know, like they made up for it. Mm-hmm. And. I would rather see them do six episodes in a season than come back with another movie that was as terrible as the
1: Second Flunk. <laughs> so you're part of that 8 out of 10?
0: I really am part of that 8 out of 10. I, really of I still own it. I've still watched it more than once. There's elements of the movie that I do enjoy a lot, but there's major elements of it that I'm just like, Pfft.
1: See, I've got to say, I've never been that big of a collector. I was talking to somebody else the other day who said we were talking about, I think it was superhero movies. And he was saying, you know, I hated this movie. It was terrible. Everybody hated it. It was god-awful. I'm going to wait until it's only $5 and then buy it. And I'm like, well, why are you going to buy it, period? (laughs) Well, because I have to complete my collection. (laughs) No, you don't.
0: No, because there were some elements I liked. And honestly at the time when I bought it, I thought this was it. This was the last of the X-Files. We're not getting any more.
1: Kind of like how most of us were fooled into thinking the Phantom Menace was good when it first came out. I wasn't really fooled about that. <laughs> I pretty
0: on. much walked out of that theater going, "What the frig was that?" Well, the
1: first time when the cre- when the the Lucasfilm logo came up and the music oh, swelled. Yes, yes, like, yes, it was this amazing. It was amazing. Great yes. embargoes. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. The theater erupted in applause, and they loved it. And you know, everyone had a great mark out moment. Wrestling speak, but yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I liked I liked Attack of the Clones better of the yeah. first three. The second one to me is is the better of the three.
1: Yeah, they they uh, were all garbage to me, uh, and I'm a super Star Wars fan, so. Well, we'll just, I didn't say they were
0: good. I just said, up those three, <laughs> the second one's this the best. This
1: was the my least son, smelly of the garbage. Yeah,
0: yeah. My, my son loves the second one. And oh. so, like, a lot of times when he's like, let's watch Star Wars, I'm like, what you want to watch? Because I know he's going to say Attack of the Clones. <laughs> uh, but, so, I've definitely seen it quite a bit. Um, but, I don't know, Force Awakens, uh, yeah. I, was, I was just plain good. Outstanding. It was plain good. April 5th, it comes out. I'm... Um, the target is the one to buy, I think, the target version because it's got the twenty minutes of additional uh, behind the scenes footage,
1: right? Which Whereas, you know we'll watch once and then never touch again,
0: right? But then you'll have it though.
1: Yep. You know, as opposed to like
0: Best Buy has a steel case. I don't care about those steel book, and then Walmart just has a BB-8 cover. So yeah, right. Target would definitely be the one to buy out of nope. all those.
1: Uh, on a side note here. Um, No, no, that's okay. Uh, Just something popped into my head. We were talking earlier about um, the show that painted itself into the corner, Lucifer, and how it kind of has to come up with a way each week. Are you watching the show Second Chance?
0: No, I've seen the previews for it. I I haven't watched it yet, though. Tell me.
1: It's an interesting show. I'm probably not going to stick with it, but... I watched it because it seemed like an interesting concept. You know, this yep. guy gets brought back from the dead. He's dead, and they bring him back to life as the perfect version of himself. You know, he's young, he's super strong, he's super fast, but his cells break down at certain points, so that's a hook in the show. You know, every now and then he'll yeah. suddenly, oh, he's collapsing and he can't see straight, and he has to use the automatic car to drive him back to his little to tank and sleep in there for a while. But it's the same kind of thing where... This guy was a disgraced sheriff. Like, it opens on us yep. knowing that he is the disgraced sheriff. He was corrupt. He was a jerk. He was, everybody hated him. And so nobody's sad when he dies. His family hated him. The con- the community Ugh. hated him. But then when he comes back, he's dead. So he's yep. like, he, he he's a new man, basically, with all right. the same memories. But then each week we have to figure out, how is he going to get into trouble this time? Which person from his corrupt past is going to make uh, an appearance so that he has to say, you've got to put me out there. You've got to let me go solve some crimes. Ugh. I'm just not a fan of that. I think that writers should be able to come up with a better hook than yeah. it, it, it's a disconnect. You know, yeah. they, they came up with a good idea and they said, we'll do this and we'll have this, but then they never thought it all the way through to say, well, how are we going to justify him going out into the community when, you know, after three hours his cells deteriorate?
0: Yeah, that does seem pretty useless.
1: Yeah. I don't think I'm going to stick with it. Not a bad show, but it just either. really doesn't feel like it's going anywhere.
0: Now, the wife and I recently uh, binge-watched and burned through Fuller House
1: on Netflix. Oh, God. And, um, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to put my mute button on now.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to say I don't know if I liked it or not, but we definitely watched it all. I just... Uh,
1: that sounds like <laughs> a bad meal or, or a well, visit with your parents, you know? I don't I mean, know if I had was, a good time or a bad time, but I was there.
0: There, there was aspects of it that I thought were, were good. Um, because it just was. But there was other times when I was just like, I'm still not 100% sure if I'm really enjoying this or not, but I'm, I'm just going to... I'm going to watch it, I guess. Uh, oh, I did find on. it was funny, though, that like there was all kinds of religious groups that are all up in arms because the show made references to alcohol, drugs, sex, lesbianism, um, all kinds of things. I thought this was supposed to be a family-friendly show, blah, 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 and Uncle Jesse cursed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I remember I remember reading articles about some religious groups that are all up in arms and wanted to, to protest it and, and how Candace Cameron Burr is supposed to be... Uh, very high in her, uh, Christianity and Jody sweetens a recovering alcoholic Yet her show on her character on the show. Now recovering alcoholic and drug addict. Yes. And her character on the show keeps making references to drugs and alcohol ah. and like needing alcohol or whatever. Um, and then, oh, and there's also vague references to, uh, uh, children masturbating. I mean, like, it and <laughs> wow. it's just, yeah. And of course, like once I read the article, and all that was pointed out to me, as my wife and I were watching the show, those little instances became blatantly obvious, and we'd, I'd point them out and we'd laugh at <laughs> them. Um, so, you watch any trailers this week? I mean, there was a couple of, there was this one little trailer, I don't know if maybe uh, you caught your eye. Uh,
1: uh, the only one that I saw that was maybe worth mentioning was the second official trailer for uh, Captain America Civil War little little independent film coming out this summer.
0: This little uh, little low-budget flick coming out.
1: Yeah, capturing Um, the uh, struggle of the North and the South during the heyday of the war. Not focusing on any of the generals in particular, but just the soldiers in the trenches.
0: Right, 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 yeah. (laughs) What did you think of Spider-Man at the end of the trailer?
1: You know, uh, I'm torn. Okay, as you probably know, uh, the listeners do not know. Spider Man is probably my second favorite hero of all time. Um, yeah. For the longest time, he was my favorite. Like from, I'm talking from childhood. I wanted to be. Spider-Man.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Once Deadpool came on the scene, uh, yeah. Deadpool kind of took that spot because. Well,
0: yeah, because you're more adultish.
1: Yeah, but Spider Man has always held a very special place in my heart. My record for seeing a movie was seven times in the theater. Spider Man One the the yeah. Sam Raimi original. I saw that 7 times in the theater. I've never touched that. I've only seen Deadpool 6 times. So, only. Looking, yeah. <laughs> looking at his costume. It's still time. I was excited to see him and then yeah. my first initial gut reaction was what the what is that? Because it looked very bright, animated, you know, set against all these dull, muted characters, yeah. realistic looking. This guy's like a neon sign. And I didn't like it. Mm. But but the more I've looked at it, and the more I've looked at the old comics, and the more I've yep. realized that it's my original Spidey, like literally back when I was a kid, Spidey.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, Spider Man always had that bright, flashy costume.
1: He did. Because he, he basically
0: you know, basically walked around with a tattoo on his head that said, Look at me. <laughs> and yeah. And he, he did that within his costume.
1: And then he was um, a wisecracker for the uh, people who exactly. could see the tattoo. Exactly. And then, you know, you had the. I
0: mean, he only said one line or one word, if you will, and at the end of the trailer. Hey, but, guys. Yeah, but it's, that to me, that sounded like Spider-Man.
1: Yes, because it sounded like a kid, which yes. is, I'm really happy they're doing that. They're yeah. not going to do the 21, 22-year-old Spider-Man anymore.
0: Because I, I'll be honest, I've been reading, I read a few issues of the new Amazing Spider-Man when, when Marvel relaunched, and it basically... The Spider-Man the comics today is not the Spider-Man the comics I grew up with. No. And I don't like it. The Spider-Man the comics today is Tony Stark as Spider-Man. Or Mr. Fantastic as Spider-Man. Right. You know, it's not.
1: But it's, it's also just, nice that they're handing over some of that responsibility, some of that mantle to Miles Morales. Because he is saying, a
0: kid. <laughs> now, Miles Morales in, in Spider-Man, number one, mm-hmm. when they introduce him, that that's essentially the Spider-Man I grew up on. Yeah. You know, that's the wise-cracking, ca- wise smart-aleck kid. So I'm glad that they went with the Spider-Man I grew up on for the movie as opposed to Spider-Man today.
1: Right. Half Spider-Man the fun of now. him was that he was in a superhero world filled with adults who were yes. all doing adult things, and he was yes. the wise-cracking kid. Absolutely. And yes. because he could be. That's who right. he was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm glad they, they went with that. So aside Um, from
1: Spider-Man, what did you think of the rest of the trailer?
0: Loved it. We got to see Ant-Man. We got to see Panther. We got Black Panther. We got to see awesomeness abound. (laughs) I mean, I loved it. Absolutely loved it.
1: I've seen two different things now. One was Lego and one was Funko Pop that have new products out for Civil War. And they both have Giant Giant Man. man.
0: Yes, I saw that. So obviously we're going to see him in the
1: movie. I think so. We kind of saw a hint of that at the end of Ant-Man when he was trapped in the Quantum Realm and he had to grow himself back up. I can't see why he wouldn't have said, hey, wait a minute, Hank, what if we reverse this?
0: (laughs) But with uh, my my friend, Rude, you're familiar. Yes. um, Biggest Captain America fan I've ever met, ever seen. He is very much looking forward to this. He is extremely excited about it. However, he is a little concerned that it's basically going to be Avengers light as opposed to a Captain America movie.
1: Uh, I understand that. That's a legitimate concern. Yeah. I saw that Robert Downey Jr. was talked to because he features a lot in that uh,
0: in the trailer. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And, uh,
1: he he actually had the best lines in the trailer too. But yes. he did an interview or or went on Twitter or something, and he said that no, it is a Captain America movie. And they're just part of it. Yeah. So well, I guess we'll see.
0: It's. I mean, like, I'm not going to complain. It's still going to be an awesome movie no matter right. what.
1: But I do understand
0: because he loves Captain America so much. He's like, yep. you know, like Captain America, the first Avenger, that was a Captain America movie. Winter Soldier was in a Captain America movie. You know, absolutely those were. But to him watching the trailer, he's a little concerned that this is more of an Avengers flick, but... Either way, it's going to be an awesome movie. At two and a half hours long, I mean, they have plenty of time <laughs> to highlight Captain America in there.
1: They sure do. Now, here's another concern of mine tying yep. into that movie. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been doing some amazing things on their yes. show. Yes,
0: and they just came back this week.
1: Hard-hitting. They you came back it? great. I did.
0: Oh, good, good. Um, um, starts out three months later. Yep. Which is right around the time Cap's coming out.
1: And... Things are looking impressive. You know, they've got the start of the Secret Warriors. They're actually more on the offensive. They they're getting the backing of the president, who has been the president through all these Marvel movies.
0: Yes, which is awesome.
1: My concern is that they're not going to mention it in uh, Civil War. Yeah, because we had that first time during Winter Soldier when we literally had a crossover between Shield and Winter Soldier. Yep. That one scene where Fury's driving down the road and it appeared both in the TV show and in the movie, it was gold. It reminded yes. everybody that this was a crossover that these universes crossed. We haven't yes. had anything since then.
0: No, we haven't. Um, I hope it gets mentioned more in this movie. But you know they're definitely going to have a huge impact in the Infinity Wars. They
1: Yes, I think that they have to.
0: And then obviously, you know, with the Immortals. Yes, yes. So, I mean, Inhumans. And Inhumans, Warden. yes. humans, yeah, sorry, with the Inhumans movie, you know. So I think, I think Cap Civil War is a good way to start bringing it in because mm-hmm. obviously they're going to be filtering into the universe more and more and more as these other movies come out. How great was it this week, though? It was a great episode. <laughs> I mean, um, that was just awesome. I love how they've managed to keep Ward on the show.
1: Yes, yes. And did you see that they've confirmed that he is, in fact, Hive? Yes, yes, he is Hive, but but he's going to be their own version of that.
0: Yes, so. yes. and and Ward, quote unquote, is dead. Yeah, he's just being used as a vessel or as a meat suit, as they say on right. Supernatural.
1: And, and a face that pretty, I mean, you got to keep him around. Oh, exactly right. <laughs> Good for him for me to keep his uh, to keep on the show
0: no exactly. matter what. <laughs> um, did you watch the Ghostbusters trailer?
1: I did. W- <clears throat> Excuse me, I did watch the Ghostbusters trailer, yes, a couple of times, actually. And I watched the international one as well. What did you think? Honestly, um, I liked a lot of it. I know that that's not really the popular opinion right now, but I liked a lot of it. I'm surprised
0: to hear you say that.
1: Yep. Um, I did not like the fact that it's being touted as a reboot. I wanted it to be a sequel. Because it's set up like it could be a sequel. You know, 20 years yeah. later, they said, you know, what was it, 20 years, 30 years ago, four friends saved the city, and Yeah. now they got to do it again. I was like, great, but then they're saying it's a reboot, so...
0: I just, I, I, it's Bridesmaids with Ghostbusters.
1: Yep. Some of the humor was too much.
0: I wasn't a big fan of it, but my wife, who's never seen Ghostbusters, watched the trailer, and she thought it was hilarious. And I laughed, may have and to laughed, hit my laughed. mute
1: button again for a second. <laughs> Why has she never seen Ghostbusters.
0: I don't know. She has a
1: pulse, correct?
0: Honey, why have you never seen Ghostbusters? Because she's too cool is her answer.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, then. um, No, I Um, actually, I liked some of the... (laughs)
0: She goes, I don't even want to know what he just said. He just said, okay, then.
1: (laughs) I liked a lot of the technology. It looks like they really put an updated spin on... The particle yeah. physics and everything Yeah, um, looked like they had some new weapons, you know, the double pistols, proton pistols, and yeah. looked like Melissa Carthy had a little knuckle action going there.
0: But we got Slimer again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the, the Librarian again.
0: Ghost. Yep. And let's, you know, I mean, maybe the best part of all this is C will come back out with Ecto Cooler.
1: <laughs> that would be the best part, yes. Yeah, you know, that'd be pretty awesome.
0: Um, I watched another trailer this week oh. that I think you should definitely check out. Okay. It's called Green Room.
1: Green- yes. Oh, you did see yes. it? Yes.
0: Okay, all right. Patrick Stewart plays the bad guy, and yeah. basically what it is, it's a punk rock band at this dive bar that unfortunately witnesses a white supremacist uh, murder, a gang of white supremacists murder someone. And then they lock themselves in the green room, and it becomes this tense psychological thriller, and Patrick Stewart plays the leader
1: of the white supremacists. Which, oh boy, stepping out of that comfort zone.
0: (laughs) Exactly, huh? It's almost like when Harrison Ford was the bad guy in What Lies Beneath. You didn't see that coming. (laughs) Um, It stars, uh, uh, was it Anton Yelkin, which most people probably don't know that name, but he played Chekhov in the new Star Trek series. Right. And then there's a bunch of other like younger actors on the on the in the movie that if you were to watch the trailer you'd be like oh I recognize them oh she was on uh, the banana thing with the
1: oh, I can't think of it now they're a bunch of that guys oh it's yeah. that guy oh it's that yeah. girl.
0: Okay, come on. What's the show? The Bluths. Justin Bateman.
1: Arrested uh, Development.
0: Arrested Development. Yeah. All right. So she she was the she was on Arrested Development. Or he was there. He was there. But yeah, the main character, obviously Patrick Stewart, and then Anton Yelkin, and um, I think it looks great.
1: Uh, I agree. I think, I think that it's it going to be really very good. intense, and it's going to be nice to see uh, Captain Picard slash uh, Professor X stepping out of that old comfort zone and going yeah. right for the uh, evil. Yeah,
0: I mean, he's playing the leader of white supremacists, and yeah. his main goal is to murder all the witnesses. So
1: I yeah. saw I saw a second trailer for a movie that I'm stupidly excited for, and all I right. say stupidly because I shouldn't be excited for it, all because right. it looks like a gimmick, but it just looks like they really committed to the gimmick, and that's Hardcore Harry. Hardcore
0: Harry. I've got to be honest, I've never seen it.
1: I oh, can't give it. Mike, I am telling you. Hardcore Harry is shot entirely from the first person perspective and it is absolute over the top action, like nonstop double, like every eighties cliche, but nonstop. We're not talking like time to talk and, and like talk about feelings and stuff. We're talking first person perspective of standing on top of a van on the highway, dropping a grenade in through the moon roof, the explosive force blowing you up in the air and onto a motorcycle that's coming behind you. Who's in it? Um, Shartlow Copley, uh, the guy who played uh, everything, he... Uh, yeah. 18, he was... Uh, Murdoch. Face? Oh, Murdoch. Murdoch, yes. Um, he's that crazy guy. You know, he was in Elysium as the bad guy that got yeah. blown into many, many but different pieces. And okay. You, you'd know him if you saw him. But he's playing it, and then some actor, probably a stuntman, is playing Hardcore Harry... You've yeah. got to check it out. Do yourself a favor. Go look up Hardcore Harry trailer and watch it and tell me you don't laugh.
0: Who's the blonde chick in it?
1: I don't know. I can't yeah. think off the top of my head. I was too busy looking at the explosions and the guns.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to definitely watch it and check that out. Yeah. Because, um, well, I like stuff. And it looks <laughs> so it's like a first-person shooter Yeah. movie, uh- though.
1: It definitely looks like the type of thing that you would not want to take a date to, or a wife to, or a child to. It looks okay. like the type of thing you just want to get your man on. Nice. And I could get in trouble for saying that. People might say, oh, wait, you're being insensitive. I'm just saying it's, it looks adrenalizing. You mean like watching John Wick? Yeah, except John Wick wasn't even this pumped full of adrenaline. Really? Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, well, I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. I'll check it out a little bit later and I'll let you know. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I guess that kind of sums things up. I think so, yeah, for, I think for that's the first a, I think, episode. I think it's a good, uh, a, a good uh, first episode. I yep. think uh, next week, obviously, we're going to talk about shows that we watched this week. Yep. And uh, to do a little flashback next week, I want to talk about Ash vs. the Evil Dead.
1: Oh, Nice. Yeah,
0: because that, that's going to take some time, so we'll definitely save that for uh, the next episode.
1: And, and next week, I'm going to uh, do a little corner that I call The Regret, where I'm going to talk about a show that I regret uh, having started watching back in the beginning. Oh,
0: I love it. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> I look forward to that myself. Cool. All right. Well, hey, yeah. um, if you want to uh, send us drop us a note, uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at
1: SuperstarML. And I'm also on Twitter. I'm at the Quantum Geek, and that's threes for the e's and geek. So the Quantum G K.
0: Nice. All right. Cool. Well, hey. Thanks for listening. We'll see yes. you
1: next. Thanks, guys. Bye.